Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, in the house today, alongside with Pastor John Matthews. How are we doing this evening, sir? Prepared. Amen, amen. We've had a very busy weekend. Amen. Trying to be a blessing to the community, which we thank God for giving us that opportunity to do so. I don't know if you want to share some light on that, Pastor. Well, for the third time uh, this month, we were able to provide food for those that uh, needed it. And uh, so we uh, got another truckload, 1152 45-pound boxes of food. And uh, the need was so great that it literally took us about four hours, only four hours, to, to give out... Uh, over 1,100 boxes. And, and so this month, we've uh, just short of 4,000 boxes uh, we've given out this month. And, and, and over over the summer, since about, I think we started doing the giving out food in late May, uh, we've uh, given out enough food to provide 10,000 meals uh, over the summer. So... Well, if you, if you kind of think about it a little bit, we 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 know what we went through in in assisting and and making that possible. Mm-hmm. But imagine what Jesus went through and his disciples when he had to distribute and yeah, feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are, they are, I'm trying to tell you, they are, <laughs> wow. I mean, we had to we had to to get a forklift and uh, pallet jacks and you know. Uh, a refrigerated truck and you know and to make things uh easier to do mm-hmm. and uh they they fed five thousand people by hand mm-hmm. yeah that's a lot of work in one day one right. afternoon yeah, that's a lot of work yeah not and you know i, I think i believe it goes five thousand men but it wasn't counting women, women and children. children now let me just say this whenever people realize that the work of the ministry requires work, we're going to change the world. I, I, I think it's interesting how, how much people work at not working. I mean, they do it on their secular jobs, and they bring that same mindset and attitude to church. Now, I, I'm all for using wisdom let, 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 let me let me break something down real quick it's it's how can i uh do as little as possible and yet still get paid on the second oh you get paid mentality. i want to raise yeah <laughs> on the secular side i want to get paid even more and then come to the church go ahead yeah yeah uh we used to have this joke about uh you know, you know hey bro i know what they, they got a nice job if you want a job i don't want any job I want employment. <laughs> I want to show up somewhere and they passing out checks. I don't actually want to do work. Amen. And and so that's what happens. Yeah. 
uh, people get in that mindset and they bring the same mindset to church. Amen. That uh, what's the easy way if I, uh, I hate to say this, uh, and I've been a part of a number of church plants as well as small, medium, and large churches. A lot of people go to large churches to hide. Yeah. They have been to a smaller church and, you know, work their brains out, they think. And so, oh, man, if I go over here, they got so many people, nobody will know. I'd volunteer every now and then and, you know, check the box that I serve the Lord. And so 20% of the people or less doing 80% of the work Amen. or more. Amen. And, Amen. And, and uh, today I, I got home. I have the sweetest wife. And uh, she says, "Well, how, how, how do you how do you feel about today? Were you pleased?" And it's like, sweetheart, that's not the question. The question is, was God pleased? Amen. Yeah, it, it, that's the way I think. That's the way I feel. Uh, I, I believe that's what the Word is is asking us to do. Yeah, if we were to examine ourselves and ask and say, God, you know, how would you rate my work today? Yes. And be honest about yes. it. Yes. You know, what would you think God would say? Yes. And usually, whatever you think your highest score is, cut it in half. And that's <laughs> probably about where you're going to end up. I mean, we, I mean, we grade ourselves on the curb. We feel pretty good. Uh, well, we've done almost anything, you know, and oh, wow, I did this, I did that. And when you really get into the uh, the groove, for lack of a better term, of serving God, instead of uh, the accolades, you, you're looking for what the next job is. Amen. Okay, this is done. Lord, what else do you need me to do? You know, I could, it's so easily tied into the word of God why people don't like the word because it exposes them mm -hmm. for who they really are instead mm -hmm. of giving them the accolades that they think they deserve. Yes. And if you're not telling me what I want to hear, it can't be God. Because, mm -hmm. you know, God would make me feel good. Yeah. And uh, I just found that that... When I think God is pleased, I feel good about it, David. Yes. I really feel good about it. Now, today was special. Yes. Today was really, really special. Today was the culmination of, uh, oh, really, seven, I'd say, but really about eight and a half years' work. It was in uh, March of 2012 when God gave me the release to start a Bible study. And uh, I hadn't done anything at that time. It, it, you know, I, from March, excuse me, April, uh, excuse me, August, uh, end of middle of August. Uh, so September, October, November, December, January, March, six months. You know, I really didn't do anything spiritual as far as, you know, teaching, preaching, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, 
I think I got invited to preach once and invited to do a Bible study once during that whole period. Uh-huh. But I basically, you know, just me and God, you know. I, and then he gave me the release to start this Bible study. And so I began to look around to try to find a place. And it's just like nothing was open. Nothing was open. And so my mom and I were talking, and she said, "She said, you know, I just, I was just over to the community center paying my electric bill there, my utility bill. I think they have rooms that you could, could rent. Do you want me to check and see if they have something? I said, well, sure, because I, you know, rode around all over. Uh, most of St. Pete, Gulfport, and whatever. Uh-huh. And so she checked in. The lady said, yeah, yeah, we, we, we got space. Tell them to come by and talk to me. And she brought me the lady's card. And so I went in to see the lady. And uh, But on the way, it was funny because on the way, the Lord told me, take some money. So I pulled into the ATM, and I got like $800 out of the bank. Uh-huh. So I get over to uh, this location, and uh, she says, "Well, you, yeah, you, you wanted to rent a place for, for to have a meeting." I said, "Yes, I did." Uh, well, what kind of meeting are you trying to have? I said, "Well, I'm, I'm uh, you know, uh, starting a little Bible study." You know, oh Lord, <laughs> and I understood because uh, sometimes. Christian people can can leave a trail that's not a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We praise the Lord and Hallelujah and don't have our business. Yeah. And so uh, when 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 she got that look, I felt it was so sad. Then all of a sudden, I remember, you know, God told me to bring some money. I said, "Ma'am, would it make you feel better if I if I gave you three months of the room rent in advance?" Well, I guess it would, you know, and the whole conversation went better after then, by the way. And uh, so I learned that, uh, you know, that gives, you know, the, the, the money gives the insurance mm-hmm. and confidence uh, when you pay it up front. Yes. So even to this day, we pay everything one, two, three months, sometimes in advance. And so uh, we started a little Bible study and she gave us this little room. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know just a couple of people at first, and it grew and it grew and and uh, you know then God had me to start at at my house uh, with Sunday school. Mm-hmm. We grew out of that in a month, and then we then there was another recreation center, Lake Vista, that was close to the house. So I said, man, you know I can't get anybody else in my yard in my house. So I went down and said, you know, you guys got a room because it was close. Yeah, we got one. And so she showed me, you know, what the room looked like. And again, I took money with me. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and give you a couple months in advance. And that that worked really well. And then uh, uh, we moved everything to that location. Uh But we did go back uh, two months into the, three months into the church starting. And we had our, our meeting where we voted on the Constitution, whatever. And we met in that same room where we were having Bible study. It's where we voted on 
uh, all of the particulars for the bylaws, bylaws, yeah, for New Philadelphia to mm-hmm. Washington to become a, a, a formerly a church, and I spelled out as much as I knew at that time about the vision and uh, doing mission work and you know uh, raising up people and the teaching and you know other churches and I had no idea how real that was going to be. I was just throwing out stuff that God had put on my heart mm-hmm. and uh man to, today was special because uh pastor Stephen Berthelo with new philadelphia christian center the first church birthed out of mm-hmm. the beginning ministry he had his first uh service off-site at at his own location and we had been trying to get a place for him for, you know, a year and a half. And, that, that, you know, nothing was, you know, we were strategic about getting a place because I wanted him to be in a place where he could reach the community, grow the church, and make a difference for God in that community. And we had already talked about the communities that we were looking at. And so we had like two and then, uh, but this ended up being one of them. But here's the, here's the great part. It just so happened, because there were three churches meeting at this community center. Yes. But the, in the course of COVID, all the other churches went somewhere. Mm. Uh, but, but, but it opened everything up. So when the city opened things up, we called and asked, and they had a place. And here's the interesting part. Stephen's first service was in the same room <laughs> where we started the Bible study in March of 2012. Amen. He's in the same room where we, you know, voted on the Constitution and bylaws mm-hmm. to get the church started. I don't think that's a coincidence. And the beautiful part about it is, uh, just like we grew to the point where we could birth, help him to birth that church, and and he's in that same room, and I, I can see in less than it took us, yeah, I could see him uh, being one to grow, and 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 so watch this. So now we're gonna grow. Uh-huh. And 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 do it again, and then he can grow uh-huh. and do it, right? And then we can teach them to grow and do it, and we can bring increase to the kingdom of God. Amen. That that almost leads us uh, perfectly, almost into our text. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. You're getting this. It's a perfect setup. So we're in in. Uh, what book are we in? Matthew. Matthew chapter 9. I know it was in the Gospels. Beginning at verse 35, the scripture says this, And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them. Because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest 
It's plentiful. But it's the labors that are few. Therefore, pray. Pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out labors into his harvest. So I want to talk just for the, the few minutes that we have left. I'd like for us to, to have a conversation on this topic, on this subject. Now is the time. Now is the time. When we think about the times that we're in right now, mm-hmm. with the social injustice, uh, with this crazy government election, with, uh, with the pandemic, killing uh, uh, thousands and uh, infecting millions and uh, places going on lockdown around the world and the, the Russians trying to infiltrate and on and the um, global warming and we've just had our fifth uh, we, uh, a name storm with a Greek uh, alphabet name. So th- we, we have tied the record for the for the most storms, there are fires raging in California, earthquakes. So there, there is trouble all around. Uh-huh. But yet, the most in, the most troubled troubles of this time, of all the troubles, is the trouble of people dying and leaving this earth without having a reservation in heaven, Mm. without knowing Jesus as their Savior and as their Lord, without a relationship with God, the trouble of all troubles is the spiritual trouble that people are in because they haven't responded to the gospel But what is needed is those that will go into the vineyard, that will go into the fields, that that will go and work in those areas, and they will work and bring forth a harvest. Jesus said the harvest is plentiful. There's a lot out there to to be brought in. Mm -hmm. But there needs to be laborers, those that will go to work for the Lord. Those that have a heart, because remember now, it it says that Jesus, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them. Where's the compassion for the crowds? Where's the desire to serve the Lord? There are more that are needed. Now is the time. There are more that are needed to bring these souls away from their trouble. You know, one of the things that I would say, you know, looking at the very first verse, uh, Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, mm-hmm. letting us know that we got to be able to first get out. Get out. Can't get th- out of the four walls. Yeah. Can't get stuck in your in your home or your community. So all of those that want to believe that, uh, you know, I could be saved and be at home. Here's a perfect example of what Jesus is doing 
by going out and setting the example and, and not just saying, well, I, I'm only good for, uh, you know, the big time stuff. Listen, let me tell you something, David. When when you get etern- uh, excuse me, internally focused, you'll become eternally blind. Amen. Let me repeat that. <laughs> yes. When you become internally focused, you'll become eternally blind. People will be suffering, going to hell all around you, and you'll be nitpicking some foolishness uh, within your home or, or within your congregation. You know, you think about what's happening right now. In uh, three days, we're going to have an election. Jeez. And what are these people doing right now? They're traveling to every city, yes. every town. Yes. Trying to get five, six cities uh, at a time in, in the day. States. States. Yeah. yeah. In one day. And, and spending millions. They're doing this uh, for the corruptible. Yes. For corrupt reasons. Yes. So stuff that's going to perish. And some of them corrupting while they're doing it. <laughs> Amen. And so so their approach is from uh, their own gain. Jesus is talking about going out to what? To proclaim the gospel uh, of the kingdom and to heal every disease and every affliction. The time is now. There are still people that are afflicted. There are people that are hopeless. There are people that are hurting. There are people that are alone. That are alone. Where's the compassion for these people? And where are those that will give themselves over to the work of the ministry that will use what God has given them to make a difference for someone else? Now is the time. So I, the first thing I would say is, one, are you, are you ready to get out? Yes. And and I could hear some people saying, well, you know, hey, it's COVID. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to take a chance of going out. We get that. But we're living in a new age where we have technology uh, that affords us opportunities to communicate in ways that we wouldn't be able to if this was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. We can still make a phone call. We can We can FaceTime family and friends. When's the last time we... Uh, call the family and, and share the gospel with them. You know, the, the Bible tells us in the book of Acts, it starts right here at home in Jerusalem, then in Judea. So it starts in your inner circle and then it works outwards. Uh, and and we need to not allow our current circumstances to seclude us into what God has called us to do because they had a lot of things. They were fighting a lot of things. You can see Jesus is dealing with people uh, with diseases. We're living in a COVID-19 scenario and every affliction from financial to uh, to where the government strains. Emotional stress. Slavery, all kinds of oh, stuff yeah. that, that was happening. And then the second thing, which you were you know elaborating on, is the compassion piece. Yes. You know, so are you willing to go out and do you are you gonna show compassion? Are you touched by someone else's hurt? Amen. Are you bothered by someone else's sorrow? Does it mean something to you when you see someone else in need? Love. There's a. There's just, David. There's such a, a 
a, a dearth. There's just such a a, a lack of love mm-hmm. for for our fellow man. Yes, Jesus shouldn't should be asking. We should be asking Jesus, Oh Lord, I see this and I see that. Can you show me how to help? Can you show me how to make a difference? Can you show me how you can use me to be a blessing? What, what was if that? If you need me, God, I'll go. What was that famous statement that uh, Kennedy made? Ask not what. what ask not what your God <laughs> can do for you. Yeah. <laughs> ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. But what you can do for your God. I'm changing it. There you go. Yes, yes. People need us. God needs us. But will we surrender and give ourselves over to be laborers in the spiritual fields to to confirm Jesus? I don't believe Jesus is lying. I don't believe Jesus is lying. I believe that if we'll go and do the work, that the harvest will be plentiful. And David... Now is the time. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, I, I'm putting a, a a mark on this day. I, I'm putting a, a check mark on this podcast. Because today is the beginning of a change. It, it wasn't by chance on the 1st of November... That 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 we got back into live services. We we had three of them today. We had the the morning word worship service at eight o'clock here at Emmanuel Chapel, thirty five zero one thirty seventh Street. We had New Philadelphia Worship Center, fourteen oh one sixty second Avenue at at. at uh, uh, Lake Vista Recreation Center, and then and then Stephen at Enoch Davis Community Center, eleven eleven, 18th Avenue South. What a great day! COVID has has closed hundreds of churches, but in the middle of a pandemic, we're increasing. And just for listeners who have not either seen or attended, uh, we, we do have a you know certain protocols in place. Oh yeah, not to think that we're just a uh, hey, open oh, up no. everybody you, come you, in. You, you're wearing your mask. Yeah, yeah. This it's not a for, it's not a, a certain particular rally that we know. Oh no no, you coming in? You're getting your you're asking we're asking some questions. You're masking up. And 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 uh, the only time anybody took their mask off today was to take communion. Amen. And then immediately after we committed, excuse me, after we completed communion, everybody got a a chance to be like Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, leaving the building. That's right. Exit stage left. <laughs> Exit stage left in three ways. Yes. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, and, and you know, to, to kind of guess, make a little uh, PSA announcement, uh, if you want to attend these yeah. 
Uh, all you got to do is sign up online. Oh, uh, yeah. Or call, you know, oh. the office. We can reserve uh, seating. 9 to 3, Monday through Friday. We can reserve your seating, and, and you can be in a live worship service. Yeah. But, but David, let's get back to this scripture. Yes. I'm believing God for the healing of the disease, for the, for the recovery from, from afflicted situation. I'm believing that God to show himself to be the same God now as he was then. I'm believing God. And like Paul, it is my intent to press toward the mark of the high calling and to see what God has said come to pass. I'm looking for, for hundreds to come to worship center and hundreds to come to Christian center and dozens and dozens to come to believe and to trust and to, and, and, and listen, to receive the gift of salvation and to enter into an eternal kingdom. Jesus has done all he needed to do. He died on the cross. He gave his life. He set it up. And we can, we can receive it and enter in. And all we got to do is, is believe. But someone has to spread the message. Someone has to share the truth. Amen. Someone has to let people know about this wonderful, loving God. And I believe, David, now is the time for us and so many others. And, 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 and it is my firm belief that if, if we do it, then people will be encouraged by what they see us do. And we'll see revival break out in St. Petersburg. We'll see the gospel move like never before in Florida. A change is time. But pastor, wait a minute. I, I, I don't know the, the word like you do. And? <laughs> See, listen. There was a lady that just couldn't stop fooling with somebody else's husband. She went to get water one day at the well, and she had an encounter with Jesus. And, and Jesus so revealed himself to her that she wanted everybody else to see what she saw. And she ran back in town. Now, here's a woman that, that came to get water at a certain time when she didn't think anybody would be there because she wasn't the most popular person in town. But when she heard the truth, when, when Jesus revealed himself to her, she was so excited. She went back into town, and, and, and it didn't, her reputation didn't bother her because she wanted the people to know. Even after Jesus told him not to say anything. Yes, and she said, Let's come see a man that told me everything. And not that he really did that, but she was just so excited. And people came out. Now, some of them, they, they were, yeah, what is this? But when Jesus had a chance to share with them, they said this. Well, you know, we heard her and we came out here, but now that we've heard you, we know for a fact you're the Messiah. You're the Holy One. You're whom God has sent. 
revival broke out. Now, she hadn't been to new membership. She hadn't been to any of the discipleship courses. Come on now. The, 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 the man that had the legion of demons, he said, well, Jesus, I'm going with you. He said, no, no, you stay here uh-huh. and let them know what God has done for you. And he did. The time is now. Are you ready to work for God in these times? He's ready for you. Yes. The people are ready for you. But look at your heart. Is it ready? Does the compassion say, I'm ready? Does, does your desire to please God say, I'm ready? The time is now. Let's make a difference for the kingdom of God. Yeah, amen. Don't worry about your background. Don't worry about your education, your job status. Mm-mm. None of that uh, when it comes to winning souls for Christ, when it comes to reaching out for people, do you have a heart? Do you have compassion? Uh, Paul said it this way, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. No, it is the power power of God God to salvation. For everybody, the the Jew and the Greek. Amen. So it's designed for everybody. God's got a fold that he wants you to reach out to Mm -hmm. and and let, let them know about his goodness, his grace, and his mercy. You know, David, we only get an opportunity. Now, mind you, the the verbiage that I'm using, we only get an opportunity for a short time Amen. to do so much for the kingdom. Amen. The time is now. Do it now. Make a difference now. We give so much time and effort and energy to, to things of so little value. But this, serving God, reaching the lost, the souls, it has eternal value, is needed, is necessary, and the time is now. Yes. Won't you move? Won't you move in these times? Don't worry about making time for things that are uh, temporal, but make the time for things that are eternal. Yes. Because this is what you're going to be measured on. Yes. What you did for the kingdom. Not how many degrees you got, not how uh, wisely you invested or uh, houses you may have purchased or whatever, how you, you know, this, that, and the other. It's what you have done for the kingdom. Did you share the gospel? Amen. Did you lead a soul to Christ? Amen. Now is the time. Amen. May God bless you. May God keep you. Pastor, you want to close us out in prayer? Heavenly Father, I pray for a wind of change to blow through this city. I pray, Lord, like on the day of Pentecost, that you will warm our hearts in the Holy Ghost and that you will stir up men and women in the body of Christ to share the gospel and their testimonies of your mercy and grace with many that are so needing to hear this truth and these words. God, people need more hope today. And there's no greater hope 
than the hope that we can have in you. Why? Oh, Lord, we can hope in you because you don't promise anything that you can and, and won't keep. Oh, Lord, you are faithful. You are loving. You are kind. Stir up men and women like never before that the truth, Lord, of your love for us might be known throughout this city. And Lord, for all those that are listening throughout the world, oh God, raise up those that will answer your call to serve the gospel during these times. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, God bless. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.